Hey everyone, it's Laura Molitor here again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and please feel free to share if you like what you hear. Well, for some reason, I've been thinking about Christmas. And it's July and it's very hot. What's that about? And I got to remembering that I'd heard the phrase Christmas in July before, uh, sometimes in marketing campaigns, but in some other contexts as well. And then I looked it up, and in Wikipedia, it says that some Southern Hemisphere countries whose seasons are colder in July than in December have Christmas-like celebrations to mimic that atmosphere that the Northern Hemisphere celebrates in December. And in the United States, particularly, the idea of Christmas in July is intentionally ironic. Some people throw parties during July that mimic Christmas celebrations, bringing the atmosphere of Christmas, but with warmer temperatures. Parties might include Santa Claus, ice cream, and other cold foods and gifts. Christmas in July is usually recognized as July 25th, but also sometimes celebrated on July 12th. So that's that little history of that. Um, So Christmas in July might be celebrated tomorrow, since that's the 25th. I think maybe it's been coming to me to celebrate Christmas now because I need it. I think it's partly that sense of wanting some kind of holiday celebration when things can seem a little less than festive in our world. I think there's certainly a human desire for fun and frivolity as well as family gatherings and Yeah, I admit it, we all like to get gifts, or if we don't like to get them, we do like to give them. So there's a natural desire to celebrate Christmas, and that's certainly valid and understandable all the time, really. I think what may be an even more needed reason for Christmas right now is that it's a call to recognize and stand in awe of something holy. And we can always do that. The birth of Christ, that revealing of the truth of God as love and life and light to the world, is not a one-time thing. So celebrating only on a chosen day kind of confines its meaning to mere ritual instead of being something much more meaningful and healing, something that is specifically healing to our world today, actually. I think we can all use Christmas now. I think we can take a quiet pause, see in our mind's eye those beautiful human moments and wintry visions we might associate with that season, cherish the way those things make us feel. We can let the memories of joy and fun and love and color and sparkle and lights or our picture of what we would like our next Christmas to look like, we can let those ideas flood our consciousness and lift us up. The spirit of those thoughts awake that quality of wonder and joy within us. With that, though, let's also allow ourselves to get beyond the outward sense of activity and into the soul of what Christmas is about and what it can mean for us today. In July, the birth of Christ was a birth of hope for mankind. It started with that star that beckoned, even though not all of The people that followed knew why they felt its pull. Then it became a child, an innocent one, brought into the world to declare God's might and love and to prove it as he grew. What comes to me today, and especially in this year, is to 
Come to that mental manger and revere the Christ, that messenger of God's love, but also to quietly, gently, and gratefully adore the innocence of that baby Jesus. There's something in that that reminds me of our own innocence, our own right to feel new and ready and free and and yet brimming with expectation and promise. The Christ was a promise, and that promise is one we can cherish consciously. This recognition of that Christ idea and what it represents for each one of us is precious and powerful, especially now when we feel we've gone through the ringer and we're far from innocent, far from hopeful, far from peaceful. But that first Christmas was likely just the same for those shepherds, those wise men, for Mary and Joseph, and for their community. There seemed danger around darkness, oppression, hunger, lots of disease running rampant. But there was a light that drew them in and that proved that all that sense of loss and hardship and pain had an antidote. The love of God, the truth that began with innocence and a world's wonder at that and hope in it and continued celebration of the birth of a Savior, the revelation of the saving truth of God as love to us all, then and now, today. So I'm feeling Christmas in July is just what we might need to celebrate Christmas in our hearts by allowing in that sense of trust, hope, faith, and even giddy joy that Christmas brings. We honor God and bring his goodness out into the open as a healing presence as we behold and adore his idea consciously and without making excuses as to why not. Christmas doesn't come just because everything's perfect. It comes to wake us to possibilities. Christmas doesn't have to wait for December 25th. It can come to us now to celebrate with that childlike joy, with eyes glistening not only because of those past memories of holidays we've treasured, but with a new hope a love for and trust in the truth and in God and in salvation, a new sense of peace and joy for us all. We can have our Christmas anytime by reclaiming that innocence that's never truly lost and allowing ourselves to let go of the fears and the darkness and the gloomy predictions for our lives and for the world and simply kneeling at the feet of hope and letting a little Christmas gift Come in, a gift of a savior, health, joy, well-being, maybe even a miracle. Have a wonderful Christmas in July. Let me know if you need anything. I can be reached at lauramolitor at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.